I'm about 19 and a point two miles into a run. And uh, people want to know about 2007. 2007, I did the Hurt 100. I did Big Knot in 150. I did uh, Badwater 135. I did Leadville. I did the Bear 100. I did AC 100. I did the Plane 100. Um, I did a couple of the hundreds and I forget them. I did a few, I did seven 50 mile races. I did, I think, five 30, um, 50 Ks. Basically how I did it was, I was very focused on the race that was in front of me. I was focused on that. I didn't think about anything else, the next race. And what was really big was my recovery. I didn't run a whole bunch in between. What I did was basically, I would rest. I run about 20 miles a week and I run a race. So keep your mind in the game. Well, I've been in a lot of training and I've seen a lot of great men, strong men quit. And I'd ask them, you know, how'd they train? And they say, I swam, I ran, did all these things. And um, the one thing they never talk about is the mental aspect of it. So you put a person who's physically trained in a mentally tough situation and things happen real bad. What that means is, you know, you put a guy in cold water and he's physically trained and he's not mentally trained about all of his insecurities in life and everything else he hasn't dealt with. He's going to make up a lot of excuses on why he needs to quit something. And he's going to wonder why, what happened? I trained so hard. I physically trained so hard. But that mental aspect of everything is the most important thing. So don't set your goals and everything without making sure you set your mind right and handle your insecurities. Let's talk about something I don't talk about enough. Hard work, or I have the three H's, humility, honesty, and hard work. So as far as that goes, you gotta be honest with yourself. Are you smart? Are you not smart? Are you in good shape? Are you not in good shape? Are you fat? Whatever you are that you're not happy with, it takes a lot of hard work to improve that about yourself. For me, I wasn't smart, wasn't the best athlete, so most people could study for an hour while studying for six and seven hours for a test. To run 100 mile races, I had to put in 120 mile weeks. Somebody was putting 70. For the pull-up record, I failed three times. I did six and 7,000 pull-ups in eight, nine months and still failed. At the end of the day, hard work may not be enough. You still may fail. Just stay at it and go at it. Alright everybody, you see me smiling, why? Because it kind of sucks out here in New York City. They're expecting some big blizzard to come in, so I was kind of praying to the uh, snow gods for worse weather to come in, because why in worse weather we get better. Um, I'm kind of happy, but I was hoping it'd be a lot worse. I'm going to do a nice little run today, and no, I'm not thinking it's warm in 70. I like to live in reality. It sucks. It's about seven inches of snow, and I'm extremely ecstatic right now. Pain is just a feeling. You see this happiness? Why? Because it sucks. That's why I'm so happy right now. Merry Christmas. This morning I woke up with a slack-jawed, poopy-pants mentality. I've been traveling an awful lot, kind of wore down a little bit. I believe in taking days off. I think days off are real important for recovery and all that stuff. But I don't believe in taking days off because your mentality is just feeling sorry for yourself. Uh, 
I deserve this or I've earned that mentality. And that's what I was saying to myself. Today's self-talk was horrible. So we have, you know, we all have one voice and that one voice is very powerful that says, hey, you've earned this, you deserve this, take time off, all that stuff. Start developing the other voice, the other voice that fights that voice. When it's not a designated day off, I don't care if it's running, swimming, biking, studying. If it's not a day off, don't take a day off and start developing that voice that fights the weaker voice. So remember that we all have one voice, work on the other voice also. Today I'm attempting to do the Mount Everest challenge on the Jacob's Ladder. Most people take some six to 30 days to complete the challenge. One guy during my research did it in one day. It was an amazing feat what he did, but he used these handrails right here to do it. As you can tell, you're not using your upper body. Your upper body really gets worked out doing this exercise. So my goal is to climb 29,035 feet in 16 hours. All right, I didn't go anywhere. Made a lot of uh, new demons. I nicknamed this thing the lie detector. There is no lying in this machine. I'm about 60 feet from being on top of Mount Everest in my mind, which was a big cookie from the cookie jar today. I wanted to quit so many times, but you gotta think about the thing you have in victory. So right now, if I were to quit, I would never know that in 30 feet, I could have done 29,035 feet. I can't thank you all enough for the support today. Very long day. Um, I like doing things like that every now and then just to kind of keep the refrigerator empty. You know, it's important to always stay hungry and never get too civilized. Yes, life should be fun also, but it should also be challenging to you. You should always be wanting to grow. Um, towards the end, the last hour, I couldn't get enough water in me. I went through all this water pretty much in that time frame. Um, I went through several peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, bananas, tons of goose, salt tablets, all that stuff. And it was just being in that machine was, was no joke. But I, I learned a lot from it. It was, uh, like I said, it was a great cookie jar. And I can't thank you all again. Around 16 years ago today, I was graduating Navy SEAL training. I was pulling off what I thought was impossible. I went to a recruiter's office, weighing 300 pounds, low self-esteem, trying to figure out how am I gonna find self-esteem in myself? I said, if I graduate SEAL training, I may start the process of doing that. Went there, had to lose 100 pounds really fast. So my idea was to go out and run four miles the next day as fast as I can to start losing weight. I got to a quarter of a mile and walked home. I realized that all those insecurities, when, when, like when things got hard for me, those insecurities came back. I had to do a live autopsy on myself to figure out what was causing these insecurities to co constantly come back, constantly roost in my head, constantly dominate my every thought. 
every time something got bad, every time something got hard, these things would always come back and haunt me. I had to figure it out and overcome it. So I'm about 15 miles from home, and I, I often talk about taking souls. This morning, this person, I usually train alone. This person wanted to run with me. And I said, fine, we'll run 15. This morning comes, there's storms coming in this way, and the person calls and said, hey, why don't we do it tomorrow? Taking souls is when I told the motherfucker, I'm gonna run 15 today, and I'll run with you again tomorrow. That's what taking souls is about. Don't worry about the elements and what's going on. You gotta get out there and get it. And that's taking souls, and obviously, he wasn't the only one that thought about taking the day off. Because the storm is coming in right now, and there's not a soul out here but me. All right, it is three o'clock in the morning. And if you see here, it says uh, 74 minutes on there. The phone actually flips over at 100 minutes, double zeros. So I've been stretching out now for 174 minutes. And you're probably wondering why I'm stretching out so late. Had to do a 10 mile run. Had to uh, go to the gym. I'm writing my book, which is taking me a long time. Had about 600 emails and different posts. I had to uh, respond to you know, you know, different comments. And you know what, if I went to sleep right now, it would haunt me. It would bother me that I missed my stretch. So life's about sacrifice, life's about having self-discipline, life's about focus, all those things. And there's 24 hours in a day, make it work to your advantage. And yes, I do get plenty of sleep, but life is all about sacrifice to achieve what you want. A couple weeks ago, I did a video called Taking Souls. Taking Souls comes with a very particular look. And in competition, you're looking to break the other person down. And in breaking that person down, what happens to that person who's being broke down, they have an empty look in their eyes. I call it, you've taken their soul. You own space in their head. And owning space in their head means they're unable to perform at their best now because they're thinking about you. For instance, Let's say there's a, a boxing match, 12 rounds, going at it, head rate champion. This guy's getting his ass kicked, get his ass kicked for 11 rounds. For 11 rounds, he continues to get back up and get back up and get back up. By that 12th round, the guy who's been beating the guy's ass, you can start to see a certain look on his face. His soul is leaving. If you can spot that look while you're getting your ass beat, you'll win the fight. Stay in the fight. I get one question a lot. When will I ever be satisfied? I'm very happy, but I'm not satisfied. I've accomplished a lot in my life, and I'm very proud of that. But I won't be, you know what? I run past a cemetery a lot at home. And when I run past a cemetery, it saddens me because there's a lot of people there, not because they're dead, because of a lot of untapped potential. A lot of us die never tapping into our full potential. And I often look at wash rags when I'm wringing them out to hang them up as my soul. And I won't be satisfied until every drop of that wash rag, which is my soul, is completely wrung out. So in my life, I won't be satisfied until everything I have in me is completely out of me.
and that's not be satisfied. I just had an intense conversation about managing your expectations, how people need to manage their, you know, their expectations and about tripling down on your strengths and don't worry about your weaknesses. If anybody out there knows who I am, I totally disagree with all of that crap. I think it's crap and that's exactly how the people in the world become weaker people. It's by capping your brain, it's by putting this kind of garbage in it about not attacking what you're not good at. It's about putting a cap on managing your expectations. If I lived that way, if I had any kind of thought process like managing expectations, I would be a 400 pound man by now working some job that made no money and I would not, never know my capabilities. I would never have become a Navy SEAL. I never went to Ranger School. All these things I did, I never. It's another early morning. You're, you're probably thinking, um, I have so many videos with me putting my shoes on early in the morning. Well, the videos are all very different if you really think about it. Every morning, every day of our lives, we have choices to make. You have the choice to stay in bed, to say, forget it, I'm not gonna work out today, or forget it, I'm not gonna work hard today. You always have a choice every single day of your life. So it's a very different video because yesterday I made the choice to get up early and run, but today's another day. Today's another day that I'm faced with another choice to make. So I'm making the choice again to put my shoes on early in the morning and get after it again. So make the right decision. Well, today is Saturday and I try to find an exercise I do every Saturday just to kind of switch it up, something different to uh, work different muscle groups and also to, you know, how I grow is I do something that's not real fun. And this brosa climber here is, is nice and dusty. As you can see here, these bolts are nice and rusted and stuff like that. Not many people uh, visit the Versa Climber. So I plan on visiting the Versa Climber for Mount Everest. So I'm going to be doing Mount Everest again today on the Versa Climber. I did it last time on the Jacob's Ladder. So I'll be here for a few hours. Well, it's that time of year again. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Where we all start going to parties, start taking time off, eat more food, work out less, study less, and just have a good time. That's all fine, but we still have a responsibility to ourselves to hold ourselves accountable and not feel sorry for ourselves they worked so hard during the year. Take these time you have more days off of work, just spend time with your family. Find some time to get after it. Find some time to get in the gym, study more, improve yourself. Forget New Year's resolutions, start today. I get a bunch of questions every day about how I lose 100 pounds so fast. It's a simple answer, stop procrastinating, Stop wishing, and you gotta outwork your calories. If your calories are outworking you, you're always gonna be the person you don't wanna be. Get after it.
Well, I'm a big believer in doing something that sucks every single day of your life. I believe it's a key component into strengthening your mind. Every day you're trying to find more of what you're capable of. And that's the big question. What are you capable of? Stop doing the things that you do every day. You run every day, go swim. I'm not a big tire flipper, but uh, flipping a tile, one tire for a mile, it'll definitely build something. So I'm all about cows in the mine. Do something that sucks. Don't get it twisted. It's not about flipping tires. I'm in Las Vegas right now and it's hot as shit. It's not about any of that. But what it is about is a lot of us give total control to life. We don't have any control of it. We just give all control to life. I do this shit every morning to prepare my mind for what life's gonna throw at me. A healthy body gives you a healthy mind. That's what it's about. So if you go into battle, you wanna go into battle with the right mindset, the right gear. In combat, you wear body armor. But what we do wrong is we don't strengthen our minds. You gotta strengthen your mind Take control of that. So then when you get out in the real world and they fuck you up, you got protection. One thing I found out in my life, I used to always want people to accept me and like me. So I became who they were. If you like something and I didn't like it, I liked it because you liked it. Become unapologetic of who the fuck you are in your life. If you get after it and you're a hard motherfucker, get after it. You gotta make yourself better than what you think you are. And what that requires is people to not fucking understand you, not know you, not get you at all. Look at you like you're off. Look at you like you have a problem. Don't worry about that shit. Be unapologetic. Get after it, stay hard. Be who the fuck you are. A lot of people say that nothing's impossible. Shit, I even said that nothing's impossible several times in my life. I lied. There's a lot of things that are impossible for you to do. But what happens is when we come across something that's very hard and we try it once or maybe twice, we then say, we're done, we can't do it anymore. Before you say something's impossible, do it and do it and do it to a level that people think that you might be fucking crazy until you say it's impossible. I'm tied up, hands and feet. I fucking hate the water. I sink like a fucking rock. But this is the one thing that almost stopped me from feeling my dreams. So I'm in the Atlanta airport and my goal is to do a thousand push-ups a day for the next 30 days. I'm traveling a lot, I'm constantly go, I'm fighting fires, doing speaking gigs, trying to get my book finished up. I'm nowhere near gyms, stuff like that. So there's no excuses. Commercial breaks, wherever you're at, is all about finding time to get it done. And the best thing about it all 
is you're in the airport and most people nowadays are totally clueless and unaware that I'm in the corner doing push-ups because everybody's on the daggone phones. So no excuses in life, commercials everywhere else. Get it in. We have so many tools to put in our arsenal to strengthen our minds, to put those calluses on our minds for when we need them. So one of those great tools is positive self-talk. Positive self-talk works well, but you gotta put the work behind it. It's gotta be the truth. Positive self-talk has to be the truth. So let's say you're taking a test, hard test in college, but you haven't studied, but you have a positive mindset, and you have positive self-talk going into it. Chances are, you're gonna fail that test. Positive self-talk doesn't work unless you put the work behind it. It's only bullshit. Put the work behind your positive self-talk. So why the hell am I out here in Nashville, 90 degrees, running with seven layers on, with a 45-pound pack? 2014, I had to drop out of bad water for health issues. Bad water is the great equalizer, that heat makes everybody slow. I'm not a fast runner. But one thing I do have is I train hard for the heat. So when the heat comes, I'm ready for it. One thing we do in life is we allow the better people who have more skills than us, faster than us, get in our heads. Wimbledon right now, Roger Federer. Before somebody gets on the tennis court with Roger, they're already two sets down mentally. We can't live our lives that way. We gotta get on the equal playing field. Find a way to get on equal playing field with somebody. Get in the game. So I just got back from a long run and what I realized for myself and for a lot of people is that life is one big tug of war between mediocrity and trying to find your best self. So there's tricks to all this crap in life. Life is one big head game. One trick in this situation is, so I didn't want to run, so what did I do? I figured out a couple of things. You have to sometimes let mediocrity think that you're giving into it. So I said, you know what, instead of going for a 20 miler, just gonna go out for an easy six or seven. What that did in my brain was it said, okay, mediocrity thought it won. So it let loose a little bit. It let go of that, oh, this is gonna suck. This could be okay, it's not too bad. The second you get to mile two, guess what happens? Greatness pulls mediocrity in the fucking mud. Get out there and get after it. A lot of people ask me, Goggins, what the hell drives you? What keeps you going? Is it racist? Is it this and that? None of that shit. I'm gonna give you a quick story. 19 years ago, I was 300 pounds trying to find an avenue into being a Navy SEAL. I caught up seven different recruiters trying to get in. One recruiter told me it was unattainable for me. 300 pounds, too big, out of shape, all this crap. What I did was I wrote his name down. I wasn't mad at him. I wrote his name down. People try hard to put their own dialogue in your head. He didn't believe he could be a Navy SEAL. So he's trying to put that crap in my head. Write those names down, those people, and the unattainable for them 
shit again marching down the avenue one more day and we'll be through that signifies the end it's a countdown the military it's a cadence that we use to keep morale up when you're trying to get better in life the grinds forever there is no end there is no countdown as long as you're breathing you gotta keep trying to get better The refrigerator's never full. You've never arrived in life. Stay hard. I'm trying to finish up my book here. Going back through memory lane. I'm back in Indianapolis, Indiana, where it all started for me. One thing important is that we all have these moments, these moments in time that either make you or break you, that can determine the rest of your life. The rest of your life can be determined by one simple decision. 19 years ago, 300 pounds, I was spraying for cockroaches. I made a decision to try to be a Navy SEAL. My whole goal was to go on this path every day after work and to run a mile to mile and a half. This rock was about the .5 mark in my run. This rock was a moment that should have broken me. I got .5 into it, I weighed 297 pounds, I sat on this rock and I had a decision to make. I wanted to quit, I wanted to give up. There wasn't some inspirational quote, there wasn't some it wasn't nothing, it was me, myself, and it was freezing out here. I had to make a decision. The decision I make was to get up and keep on going. That one moment changed the rest of my life. Well, some of you read that I think about when it's hot outside, that it's sunny and 70. Well, it's fucking not today. It's the reality, it's about 90 degrees and 100% humidity. But who gives a shit? That being said, September 3rd, I have to have my book turned in. And what I realized, I'm reading this book a lot, but I realized I wasn't born this motherfucker. I made him. At the bottom of insecurities, fear, self-doubt, lies, was me buried in the fucking fetal position. 
how I got out of that was recognizing it, being honest with it, being truthful with it, and then fixing it. We like to live on social media with lies about ourselves, how great we are. Get to the source and fix the problem. The most important conversation you'll ever have is the one you have with yourself. You wake up with it, you walk around with it, you go to bed with it. Eventually you act on it, whether it be good or bad. There's haters everywhere in this world. Jealous bitches, people trying to get in your head. The one thing you gotta understand is this, they're trying to infiltrate your mind. What a lot of boxers do to get away from distractions is they go away before a big fight. A lot of us can't do that. We have to be able to live amongst distractions and be undistracted. Stay in your own mind. Don't let them own yours. Mediocrity feels so fucking good. So we love surrounding ourselves with mediocre people. They give us a get out jail free card. Whenever life gets hard for us, they tell us it's okay. Don't fucking worry about it. We don't want to surround ourselves with those people out there who are getting the fuck after it every day, holding us accountable, making us feel uncomfortable. People who are challenging us at every turn of life. Those people scare us. That's exactly where you need to fucking be in your life with those people who put you in a world of questioning who you are. That's exactly where you want to go. That's exactly where you grow. The mind's a medieval motherfucker. It's constantly fighting against you. It's the only thing in the history of the fucking world that shows up on time every time. It has a tactical advantage over you. It knows your fears. It knows your insecurities. It knows everything about you. It may be the only thing in that world that knows all about you. You got to know about it. It's going to show up when you don't want to show up. It's going to show up at the worst time possible when you want to be successful. It's going to say, take the easy road. Take the easy way out. You got to learn your brain like your brain has learned you. Well, everybody, it's Groundhog's Day again for David Goggins. If you pan it down here, you see it's about 3 o'clock in the morning and there's not a car or a person in sight. If you pan over here, it's the same thing. Not a car or a person in sight. People want to know where I find my strength at, where I get my strength. I get it from a lot of places, but right now, this morning, I'm getting it from there's not a motherfucker that's up. There's not a car, there's not a person. Everybody's in their bed, sleep, dreading that it's a Monday. Hate it's a Monday. And I'm loving it. I'm loving that. Where everybody's getting weaker, I'm getting stronger. It's not about the running, the swimming, the push-ups, the sit-ups. It's about what those things do for your mentality. You don't get better on the daggone couch. You get better by coming out here and getting the fuck after it every daggone day. Stay hard. Today is your opportunity to be a leader. You must look at yourself as a leader. As a leader, you no longer have the fucking option 
to take the easy path in life. As a leader, there is no snooze button. It can be very lonely. Through your actions, you can change the mindset of those around you. You must do when you don't want to do. You have to find your best self when you are the least motivated. Your brain is like a muscle. You have to push it to a point of discomfort. All those days and nights you don't want to train, those are the days you must train. You must change the way you look at discomfort. I get a lot of questions about how I stay in shape with all my travel. Here's one of my secrets. I have 10 minutes between sessions right now. So I got to my hotel room, got my room, and I'm gonna knock out some core exercises. Boy, we love to compromise our life. We love to say we don't have time. The body is truly amazing. It can handle almost anything you throw at it. It's the mind, the mind that is lacking. The mind, as I always say, is trying to find that easy way out. Yesterday, I put up on my site, go to davidgoggins.com to get a free read on my introduction. You guys crashed my server. It's back up. Go there. Check it out. It's 44 degrees and it's nice and rainy outside. But no one cares about that. It's not about the rain. It's what the rain represents. Life is always giving you a test. Trying to give you a way out. Trying to give you an excuse not to show up. This is my excuse today. But guess what? You gotta have the mentality to show up every fucking day of your life. No matter what life throws at you. It's our responsibility to show up to the Coliseum of life. Prepare for fucking battle. I don't care what you're going through, what life's throwing at you. It's your responsibility to find your new 100%. Take it upon yourself to do that. Stay hard. This isn't for anyone looking for a break. There is no finish line, so stop looking for one. Don't believe if you work your ass off that one day you'll hit that finish line. There's only one finish line in life, and that is death. We must find our limits in everything we do and push slightly beyond it. Remember this, just because you've worked your ass off, it doesn't mean you will achieve what you've been working for. Very few of the mindset to work their ass off with no guarantee of success. Never expect immediate results. Have an endurance mindset. You're willing to stay in the suck longer than anyone else. True victory comes when there are no crowds and no finish lines. The real victory is your willingness to work your ass off while no one is watching you. Stay hard. As you all know, the book came out today, December 4th. When I first set out on this journey uh, years ago, I never thought, you know, I'd be writing a book about it. That wasn't the whole point of this journey, was to write a book about it. Um, I want to thank you all for the support. It's very humbling to see how well the book's doing. Uh, the whole thing about all this, man, is you want to find out what's, what's inside of yourself. And that's all this was about. 
you know that that mirror I talked about in the in the book, the uh, the accountability mirror. I wanted to see a real human being versus a fake motherfucker, and that's what life was making me. It was a fake human being. So, hey, I appreciate your support. Stay hard. So I'm out here in Eugene, Oregon. Just got through training with um, Cameron Haynes. If you don't know him, make sure you look him up. Um, we did a 50K yesterday. A lot of people ask me about, you know, how do you train for ultra marathons? The big thing is you gotta put some big runs in followed by some medium runs. Yesterday I did a 50K. My legs were all beat down. What was me tired, feel like shit. But guess what? I know, how about days off? One day, but not today. If you're training for a nice big race, Get your legs all tired, mucked up, jacked up, where your mind and body say, I don't want to fucking do shit anymore. And guess what you do? You go out and get some more miles in. So yesterday, I did a uh, 50K. Today, I'm going to do a nice 15-miler, nice and easy. Legs feel like shit, but that's how they're going to feel at mile 60 and 70 of a 100-mile race. Get after it. Like I said, not today. Get after it. This is all about the quitting mind. So what's the quitting mind? So let's say it's day one of a job interview. We all know what that fucking shit feels like. You have your clothes laid out. You got your fucking food ready to go in the morning. You've been preparing for weeks and weeks and weeks. You show up and you bring your best self. You get the fucking job. Merry fucking Christmas. All right. After a couple months, you start showing up to work a little later. You don't look as good. Your clothes aren't fucking laid out. Your breakfast isn't ready. Your mind's getting softer. We do that shit with everything in life. When New Year's coming up, guess what? Don't have a fucking quitting mind. Repetition every day. Stay hard. There's a lot of people out there who suffer from low self-esteem. So, when you suffer with low self-esteem, you allow weak people to get in your fucking head. So, a good way to build that fucking self-esteem up is to get in the gym and change the way you look. And then that changes the way you feel about yourself. But the biggest thing about working out is sometimes the way you look may not be changing that fast. But we lose one thing. We lose the perspective of the training. The training is truly built on changing the mindset. Well, it's that time of year again. We start to feel real happy. Why? Because we're, we're not going to work. If you believe in Santa Claus and you celebrate Christmas, you're looking forward to Santa Claus coming down the chimney giving you some presents. It's a real good time of year, so in that good time of year, we start to feel real good about ourselves. So I start to feel great. So we start making promises to ourselves about, hey, I'm gonna lose some weight, I'm gonna do better in school, I'm gonna be better here, be better there. But guess what happens? The real merry fucking Christmas happens when all of that noise is gone, it's quiet, and it's you against you, and now all those endorphins are gone. And what I promise you made by getting up early and getting after it to go lose weight, study harder, guess what? It's a lot fucking harder now. That repetition becomes a lot harder now. So a lot of us can't do things on our own. So find somebody in your life. So when you throw that towel in, they throw that motherfucker back at you and say you're not fucking done yet. 
Stay true to yourself. Stay hard.